Welcome to Time to Pray on Monday the 22nd of June. I weave a silence onto my lips. I weave a silence into my mind. I weave a silence within my heart. I close my ears to distractions. I close my eyes to attractions. I close my heart to temptations. This week we're reading um, extracts from Paul's letter to the Galatians. And um, we're going to begin at chapter 2, verses 15. Uh, 15 to 21. And Paul is talking uh, about himself in the context of having had a confrontation with Peter about whether he could eat with the Gentiles. Verse 21. We are Jews by birth, not Gentile sinners, but we know that a person is not declared righteous by works of the Jewish law, but through the faithfulness of Jesus the Messiah. That is why we too believed in the Messiah, Jesus, so that we might be declared righteous on the basis of the Messiah's faithfulness and not on the basis of works of the Jewish law. On that basis, you see, no creature will be declared righteous. Well then, If in seeking to be declared righteous in the Messiah, we ourselves are found to be sinners, does that make the Messiah an agent of sin? Certainly not. If I build up once more the things which I tore down, I demonstrate that I am a lawbreaker. Let me explain it like this. Through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with the Messiah. I am, however, alive. But it isn't me any longer. It's the Messiah who lives in me. And the life I do still live in the flesh, I live within the faithfulness of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't set aside God's grace. If righteousness comes through the law, then the Messiah died for nothing. And now I'm going to read the same passage uh, in the New International Version. Having heard a more kind of colloquial and um, idiosyncratic, in in a good sense, translation of Tom Wright's. Now the NIV. We who are Jews by birth and not sinful Gentiles, know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ, and not by the works of the law. Because by the works of the law no one will be justified. But if in in seeking to be justified in Christ, we Jews find ourselves also among the sinners, Doesn't that mean that Christ promotes sin? Absolutely not. If I rebuild what I destroyed, then I really would be a lawbreaker. 
For through the law I died to the law, so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. A tricky passage, so that's why I've read it twice in two different translations. Opportunity to read it again at your leisure. Um, in amongst all the thickets, is there a phrase or an idea that stirs you? Give that your attention. If we think Romans is Paul writing to a Christian church that has a mixture of ethnicities, Jew and Gentile, and he's encouraging them to, to work it out together, to support and care and love for one another. Uh, Galatians sounds similar. There's lots of talk about law, Jews, Gentiles, but the issue I think is rather more um, uh, a matter of salvation. That Paul is very concerned that the people who have come into his churches in Galatia are leading people away from faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, so it's more a matter of salvation uh, rather than church unity. Um, Paul in this little section is writing from a perspective of a Jewish person so some of it applies to him. Uh, so when he talks about I died to the law and that kind of thing I think that's him talking as a Jewish person. Where I think there's common ground is where it becomes most personal. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The whole point of baptism um, and what Paul teaches and in different ways uh, other writers in the New Testament teach is that when Jesus dies, we are united with him in his death. So there's a sense in which we die. The selfish, inward-looking, opinionated, proud person. Um, and the fact that some of that lives on in us is partly to do with the fact that we live between the now and the future of the fullness of the kingdom. And partly because we, in our culture, in our background, in our DNA, those things are woven into us. And we're unpicking them as Christians. But at the deepest level, Paul would want us to have this vision that when Jesus Christ died on the cross, we are united with him by baptism and so the selfish, inward-looking part of us dies and we enter into the newness of life. And that's why we go into the water and we come out of the water, we're baptised uh, in full immersion. 
sense of death and new life. And so that gives uh, voice to um, perhaps the most personal of all Paul's accounts of his Christian faith. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. There are times I think when we read Paul as if he was a Western individualized person thinking only about him and himself uh, and we miss some of the corporate angles of what he says but here he's very clearly speaking this is something I hold to be true that Jesus Christ when he died loved me and that changed everything Father thank you that you so loved the world that you gave your only son that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life and although we know that it's a sense of you love the whole world Paul shows us very clearly that you love us individually too and that in Christ we are saved because he died for us Amen. Let's pray with each other. Thanks be to you, our Lord Jesus Christ, for all the benefits which you have given us, for all the pains and insults which you have borne for us. Most merciful Redeemer, friend and brother, may we know you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly, day by day. Amen.